girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Bridget, welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. It's so good to see you. Hi, Dr. Anna. I'm always happy to connect with you, honey. Me too. Me too. I just get flashbacks to when we were in California. What was that part of California we were at? Bo Eason's speaking event and my daughter Amira was with us. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. And what was the name of the other doc that was hanging out with us? Well, Jody Cohen was there and... Oh, there was that doc from California, right? Yeah, What's the polo his name? player. Siri uh. or something like that. Yeah, he was awesome. I remember the first time I met you ever, and you're like, your glasses are so cute. Can I try them on? <laughs> just like, took them off my face, and I'm like, I love her. <laughs> I probably did. I'm always, you should see all the pairs I've got right here, and all the glass pairs I've got, and I love eyeglasses. You should see my red eyeglasses. They're super cute. Ooh. And then my blue, oh, you know, blockers. Oh my God, I got so many blockers oh. here. So <laughs> for those of you who are just listening, I'm putting on some really Ooh, cool. I like those. It's like the Terminator style right there. I know those, and they actually shield outside light from coming in to a degree. So yeah. And then, oh, these, you'll love these. Oh yeah. I, just have like, I love it. Cool. You just have like 12 glasses. <laughs> when we start talking about glasses, you're like, oh, these, <laughs> A little, a little, yeah, a little <laughs> obsession, maybe. <laughs> you, know, you can never find your readers, and so especially blue light blocking readers that are cute. Still looking for blue light blocking readers that are cute and cheap, disposable. Because you know how often you sit on—I don't know about you—but you sit on a pair of glasses. And oh, I know. Like I'm spending way too much on my glasses, so I got something out of a magazine because, yeah, like I need like a cheap blue blockers. These are blue blockers, but they're not cheap. Yeah, they're anyway. beautiful. They look really good. Yeah. Thank yeah, these are Defender Shield. These are Defender Shield and I like them. So you guys were, you know, you can come see what we're doing on YouTube. She's literally just got out another <laughs> And these clip on and off. These are bifocal. Oh, and so oh, I see. You put them on top. Yeah, and you can do a lighter, oh, darker snap on. It's like, you know, the old fashioned sunglasses. Now we snap on blue blockers to our reading glasses. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You're like Dave Asprey. He's always wearing some different gla colored glass. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That is true. Well, we are here to talk about more than glasses today. More than glasses. Our eyes are affected by mold, mold toxicity. Yeah. So Bridget, yeah. like you, I've known you a while and you've been pioneering gluten-free, healing the gut, right? Functional detox. Those have been your platforms. And I was excited to see that you're coming out with a book about toxic mold that's coming out April 4th. And what's happened to get your focus onto toxic mold? 
Yeah. Well, basically I went through it as, you know, the short story, I was living in Portland, Oregon in a moldy house. I didn't know was moldy for probably eight years before I found out. And my health was just up and down, up and down. And I was trying to, you know, make changes in my diet and study functional medicine and do all these things. But when there's environmental toxin, it's never going to be enough, right? Because I was always in it. So finally, when I made that discovery, it sent me down a whole new path of learning about detoxification and, you know, the home environment. And I just wanted to pivot and teach that. So it kind of worked out great for me because the whole reason I got into natural medicine was because I was environmentalist as a young person. So now it's like I get to teach about environmental medicine from a place of real experience and all the other things I've always been doing in my career kind of have come to this moment. So it's pretty exciting. Isn't that amazing how the steps lead us into a direction that you feel like, oh my gosh, no wonder I had gone through A, B, and C, and now I'm utilizing all these skills, these random, sometimes it seems random, you know, and I I worked for the U.S. Navy in exercise physiology before I went to med school. And then I also worked in drug metabolism. And so all of those skills, it seems so random, but I use that information, that knowledge, that thinking process. Yeah. And, yeah. And my like the research brain looking to understand what's being presented versus how it's being interpreted or, or how it should be interpreted. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. And you're making me reflect, you know, I started my career as an acupuncturist for, you know, I did that 13 years and it's really like holistic, right? The, how everything's connected and with mold, it affects everything. So it sort of is like a good background for me. And people are like, well, what's the protocol and this or that? I'm like, I can kind of give you a protocol, but it's like a, it's like a circle, you know? So it doesn't quite work like that. So yeah, I I think that's a great point. The universe gives us these things to be like, nope, this is what I wanted you to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. And often it's that circuit. I know you went on a circuitous route to figure out here, this is, you know, this is addressing mold. And there's so little information and direction because it is so complicated, but yet it doesn't have to be. And I want our audience to know this is a really important topic. You've heard of sick building syndrome. I've had clients who could go into a building that had mold and neurologically be unable to walk. I mean, just crazy yeah. style. And I'm like, oh, it's got to be psychosomatic right? We learned that in medicine. It's in your mind affecting your body, right? It's psychosomatic. And heck it was. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, we used her. I said, well, could you, we're going to look at this office. Can you go in <laughs> and see if there's mold? We'll do the ERMI test too, but can you just go in there? And, you know, it was really important. Plus I had all that mold exposure in my house and now I'm buying a house here in Dallas. And I'm like, okay, it has a basement. Bing, 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 bing. Because you think of basement, you think of mold. Yeah. Does it have and a they, crawl space? Uh, no or crawl just space, just a basement. Okay, good. Okay, that's better. And so now I got to, now I'm glad to talk because I did see some mold in the basement oh. on the wall. So we're going to treat all that and remediate it. But first, let's talk about toxic mold syndrome and how you can diagnose if you have it. Yeah, I'm getting better at at the quickie (laughs) quickie version. (laughs) So, you know, there there are many, many species of mold out there and most of them don't really affect humans that much. But some species are potentially allergenic or irritating. And then it's actually just about 12 species 
that are straight up toxic release these mycotoxins that can be, in my opinion, the most dangerous of all the kinds of mold. And those, if you're coexisting with them in a house with water damage, you're just chronically being exposed and challenged and you, you can develop a chronic inflammatory response syndrome is one name for it. So it can affect your hormones, depress your immunity, definitely wreck your gut. There's just lots of different ways it can affect you. And it may not affect everyone in that same household the same way or at the same point in time. You know, it, it is kind of also related to other background factors in your health and your genetics and that kind of thing. But if people are listening and they're hearing pro about it from the first time, it's not so uncommon, unfortunately. And since this is kind of a women's health show, it's affecting women's health a lot more than it, it's given credit for. So one of my symptoms that went on for years was breakthrough bleeding. And you wouldn't think of that in mold like whatsoever. But in fact, you know, you talked earlier, Anna, about the way that you can react to it so quickly and it, it's not your imagination. With going through the nose right into the brain, basically the limbic system. And the brain is processing that information in the air so quickly. So right there in that same center is your hypothalamus pituitary axis. And that can be inflamed and affecting your hormone production all the time as you keep smelling and interacting with the stuff in the air in your home. That's so true. And even with certain infiltration systems, ozone treatment, and the symptoms that you can come up with, just those uncertain etiology, like we don't know what's causing this. I don't understand why you're feeling this way. And I definitely have seen it a lot in people who have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. And that's when you yeah. have to look into the environment and see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, I wouldn't say I had fibromyalgia, but I had chronic pain those years. So that I went undiagnosed, just my back always hurting, you know, and I'd be holding my son and it would just be killing me. And, you know, nobody ever suggested mold or had any answer for that one either. So, and now I, I just don't, you know, live like that anymore. I'm not in pain that way. So that was one of my chronic inflammatory symptoms, but for someone else, it could be anxiety, depression, trouble breathing, it can be weight gain can, for women out there. Like, especially if you gained a lot of weight quickly, or, you know, you're eating like a, you know, bird or just eating all your high protein <laughs> keto greens, diet is not working. Sometimes yeah. it's, you're, you're just so inflamed and hormonally dysregulated from an outside factor like mold. So true. So true. And you know, the, again, you're doing everything right, but it's not working. So then how do you like to diagnose it? Cause you know, there's the eye test, the uh, visual, visual contrast sensitivity, I think. VCS. Yeah. BCS. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, you asked me how to test. I really think the gold standard right now is mycotoxin urine test. And it's an at-home test. It's really easy. You know, they didn't have it 20 years ago when some things were emerging in the mold field. So some things you hear about, like the eye test or certain blood tests may come up. I don't think there, I mean, I can say that my ex-husband and I both passed that eye test, even though we were, we were definitely mold sick by other tests. So I don't think it's a hundred percent accurate, but I've only seen one false negative on a urine test in my career. Cause occasionally you can't, you're not pushing it out because you're so weakened, but there's a few things we try to do to help encourage the most accurate results. And I see just so many positive tests. I mean, that one negative test was one of like three negative tests I've even ever seen. 
Wow. So mycotoxin urine test, is it quantitative? And where do you get it? Is that a Quest Labs? We go order it off of routine lab. Is it a mail-in test? It's a mail-in test. I use Great Plains Labs. Also Vibrant Wellness has a test. There's a few more, a handful of other tests out there. So I like Great Plains because you can add on to it an organic acid test or a chemical toxin test. So it's kind of a cool test for practitioners to have access to or somebody who's really chemically sensitive, really beat down. Then sometimes you you have to, you know, your body's burned not only by chemicals, by by mold. And I think what tends to happen is the body's not handling the mold, it's overloaded, and then the chemicals are really building up at the same time. So that's why I like that test is just for the different options. So it does the mycotoxins, so mold toxins, and it does chemical sensitivity. So chemical burden. Chlorine and Yeah. So it has like plastics and like phthalates and kind of I think vibrant does it a little bit more like that with like phthalates categories. This test does more like categories of herbicides, jet fuel additives, like glues. So it's more like chemical names you haven't really heard of (laughs) that are in multiple different things. So one, you know, one chemical may be in 70 different things and they test that one chemical. So that that's how this test works. And it's pretty interesting and and a little disturbing to see, you know, some of the things that are in us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay. So you get a mycotoxin test back, or if you do a screening and you do a VCS, but you consult with people online, right? And you have your group we programs. Do. Mm-hmm. So there's able to order tests if their physician can't get one, they can consult with you to get this test. Yeah. You know, most of these tests are definitely not available going to your PCP type of thing. You know, you may be able to use a health savings card to pay for for them if you have a card that allows that. So I think that's nice, but you know, a lot of people are just paying out of pocket. The nice thing about the way we've organized it is you just buy on our shop. Like it's any other item. Then we ship you the kit with our special instructions and how to do it, how to send it back. And then you have a consultation because you said it does it ask show you how much it does and that can be stressful because you can think oh I'm at a 30 that looks really bad but I've seen someone else at a 300 so I'm not as worried (laughs) when I see a 30 but you know any amount in the positive range outside of normal can mean you're symptomatic and definitely can mean that things are getting scrambled inside your body so it's really interesting I just had a client yesterday who hadn't suspected a building whatsoever, had been diagnosed with cancer maybe six years ago, working in the same hospital 10 years. And now I'm like, we're testing that room you're in every day. So it's sometimes you just, you're not even thinking about it, right? You're not smelling it. You're not whatever, but she's young, you know, diagnosed in her thirties and now having another scare, which can happen. And I'm just really thankful that she is investing in herself and looking right. Yeah. Because I would say you've got a diagnosis of cancer, for instance, breast cancer. Say, well, what caused it? That's always want to know what caused it. And if you're doctor's not asking, you have to ask. You have to ask and keep looking for answers because you just, there's something that caused it. It's not your estrogen, right? First of all, it's not your estrogen, but you know, what are the hormone disruptors? And I think there's so much misinformation out there and also information that's not revealed. A lot of these chemicals that we're exposed to on a daily basis 
are hormone disruptors and carcinogenic and do disrupt our body's own natural estrogen. And I was talking to Reed Davis from Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. And I said, I'm, you know, I was going off on endocrine disruptors because it makes me so angry. Makes me so angry. And I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. He goes, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to identify greed you know, mm. to identify greed. And it's, it's so, it's so true. It's not that, you know, sometimes it's just this information is there. Maybe it's published in a certain way. I mean, just look at DuPont and Teflon, right? Can you believe they still have Teflon in our environment? But like, it's yeah. so chemical toxic. There's a great movie called Black, I think it's called Blackwater, Blackwater. And I highly recommend that. It's about, you know, in Delaware, about the runoff from the company making Teflon. And so it was creating cancers, birth defects, miscarriages, and it's just a really well done movie, a really well done movie. And the information may have been known and suppressed. And when you think about that, that's so heinous, right? Endocrine disruption, DES exposure. I mean, how long did we know it could cause problems before we pulled it off the market, you know, causing cancers in young girls and boys and fertility issues and through the third generation, through the third generation. So I think that is is just so profound. You guys, I, I did a recording called Do No Harm on the Girlfriend Doctor Show. You can hear more about DES, which was a hormone given in pregnancy to improve the full-term birth rate. However, it didn't and it caused all kinds of problems. So that's do no harm. So we want to look at this and look at what's causing it. There are chemicals and we as the consumer have to be an advocate for our own health and for the health of our children and not put a blind eye to it at all, but to really understand, be aware of what's going on. You and I both manufacture our own supplements. You know that there's all kinds of dirty ingredients out there. We want the yeah. cleanest, the purest, and the most sustainable, consistent ingredients. Okay, so back on to mold, Bridget. I digress. Yeah, I ha- I, if you don't mind, I have a thought based on what you just said. Because yeah, the same client, you know, with a cancer, we, we ran a Dutch test on her together a year or so ago. And I was just like, what is making you make so much estrogen? And what is making you detoxify so poorly? And, you know, there's genetic factors. And we looked at like things she was touching at work. And then when I saw this mold, I was just like, wow, you know, there isn't any corporation we can blame per se, although there are going to be more and more issues about who's to pay for all this stuff. But I just was like, wow, because it's, it's estrogenic and it's hormone suppressing and detox suppressing. And I just, I really want to look more into this cancer connection and that hormonal dis- disruption connection, because if this one thing is behind this young woman's like history with breast cancer, which has affected her ability to, you know, become pregnant and all these other things, like that is something, you know, we need to take super seriously in the women's health space. And again, I, I don't think it's even hardly on radar right now. Exactly. Like mold toxicity causing estrogen dominance or hormone disruption. I mean, that's a powerful statement. That's a powerful statement. And just want to sit with that for a minute and and just think through, you can see estrogenization of children earlier if they've had mold exposures. We definitely see a disturbed gut microbiome. We always have to fix the gut and Mm -hmm. getting rid of a you know, like mold, just like chronic yeast, 
it's a lengthy process. It takes determination. And yeah. I just want to say it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So let's talk about treatment now. Yeah. If we have any of these symptoms of mold toxicity, if we've been diagnosed or, hey, we just want to do just a preventative detox from mold just to be safe. Yeah. So, you know, luckily there are a lot of good solutions and a lot of good information and knowledge coming out of this. I mean, certainly the environmental piece, removing, remediating really completely and thoroughly or moving is important. If you half-ass it, frankly, or you refuse to move, whatever it is, which happens often, I get it. I was in the same boat. You're not really going to get well, right? You're still getting that exposure. You're just not going to get well. So that we'll just put that one over there because my, my, my specialty is what's that testing, testing your home. Do you still recommend the ERMI test? I am not a huge fan of the army unless you're having it run by someone who really likes the army and uses the army. You know, the whole testing thing, there's a, a lot of options. It really starts, do you rent or do you own? There's a lot of factors to consider. We started with a mold inspector because we owned probably kind of like you as you're buying a home. It's like, let's look at the whole thing. It's like, if you go to a doctor, right? They're not like going to look at one. If they're a good doctor, they're not going to look at tiny anything. They're going to look at the whole thing and say, you know, how's your home draining? What's the humidity? Da, da, Duh. So that's more comprehensive to me out of the gate than just an army, right? An army doesn't tell you where it came from. So just like functional medicine for the body, functional medicine from the home means you find the source, Yeah, you, you know, so army can only tell you so much, but yeah, I think you, you need to, that's a whole other ball of wax. I do cover it in my book. Cause I know people are going to have questions, but there's other good books out there. There's one called the mold medic by a friend of mine. I'm starting to make friends in the remediation space. So there's some learning to do there. And in the body, I love lymphatic movement. I mean, that probably made the most difference to me in my own healing. So I love sauna, dry rushing, Epsom salt baths, coffee enema, lymphatic massage, rebounding, just getting outside and exercising in the sun. Those things really move the, the needle for me. And that, I mean, there's certainly supplements, there's certainly rebuilding all the body systems, but a lot of those like lifestyle things just to support getting things out of their little hiding places and circulating so that hopefully you're supporting your liver nutritionally, then, you know, it can be dealing with, with that. So again, detoxing regularly. So infrared sauna, moving lymphatics, like dry brushing and acupuncture, yeah. Epsom salt bath, coffee enemas. Castor oil pack. Actually, one thing that made my top five, which is a little odd, I love mouth taping actually during my own recovery. So, I, you know, your immune system is weak. And if you're a mouth breather at night, you're like kind of constantly getting sick and exposing yourself to things. So that, that actually made my top techniques, but I actually had 30 techniques in the book and I had to like cut, cut it down a little bit. Cause I think there's so many things that can help. And, you know, everybody's going to be a little bit different with what helps them. Like something that's helped me in the last year or two is getting a lot of work done on my neck. Cause that was a huge block for me and like draining my head. So it's a little unique to me, but there's other people out there going through the same thing. And I want them to know, Hey, you can get cranial sacral work. You can get network chiropractic. You can get massage because your, your brain needs to drain, right? If, right? if there's toxins there. So sometimes it's real, just being open-minded that your own case is unique to you. And there's lots of things out there and what's going to move the needle the most for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I want to just talk about mouth, mouth taping because I haven't talked about it on our my show at all, but this just, you know, almost like a um, surgical tape or there's different tapes that you can, that are actually made to go over your mouth. They have a little gap in it so you don't feel so claustrophobic, but just goes over your, over closes your lips and keeps you from breathing through your mouth when you're sleeping. If you're waking up with your throat dry, that is a big, a big problem. So taping has really helped people get deeper REM sleep. I definitely yeah. hear results in my girlfriend doctor community. It's something that I would do more often if I remembered it <laughs> and it wasn't <laughs> annoying. But I think what I've heard is that if you do it regularly, it's just part of your nighttime ritual. So I'll, I'll think about that. And CoQ10 you love? Binder. I do. Let's yeah. talk about some binders. So like I know prescription cholestyramine is something I use clinically in my medical practice. What other binders? Yeah, there's lots of binders out there. So chlorella, charcoal, pectin, zeolite, fulvic and humic acid. There are yeasts and bacteria and immunoglobulins that work as binders too. So Saccharomyces boulardii does that. Some of the IgG immunoglobulins are, are quite good for mold. So they can't all be taken together. I have some ideas for doing like a gut specific kind of binder along with right now, my, our second product that we're formulating is a blend of more like physical binders as charcoal and things like that. So you can't necessarily mix those with bacteria and immunoglobulins type things. So they kind of work separately. So I kind of have some ideas to do a follow-up product for some of those cool <laughs> gut specific binders. But yeah, generally binders are things that physically bind up toxins. So they don't get recycled back when the bile is recycled. So the body recycles the bile probably just for efficiency or whatever. But if there are mycotoxins in that bile and they get recycled back in, then you're dealing with them all over again. So binder is just like a garbage man to help remove toxins, especially when you're in I'm going to cute phase of detox. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So promoting healthy detox. And I would just emphasize the importance of regular bowel movements. This is also where yes. oil packs come in too and can really help high, high dose magnesium, can really help high dose vitamin yeah. C, which is in its own way a chelator that can help with just having those regular bowel movements. So tell us a little bit about your, again, like if you had a patient coming in, and you diagnosed her as having environmental mold toxicity, what your process would be working with her. And then, of course, when your book is coming out in April, April 4th? Yes. Yeah. Around that date. Um, Where can they get it? Can they get it on Amazon? Just on Amazon. Yep. Yeah. We're going to keep it simple. <laughs> but it'll be audio book too, which is nice. But we'll also have the paperback. Like if you want to reference it, you know, again, it's a long process and you might want to, we're really specific on dosages and warnings. And I'm sure you feel the same way. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much I could put in. So it's just more like trying to pull back so we don't totally overwhelm you and give you the most important parts. But yeah, if I have a client with mold, you know, I did try to drill down some of my favorite techniques. Like I told you, binders are really important. Glutathione. So the five I picked for my top supplements were glutathione, binders, electrolytes, broccoli seed and sprout, and CoQ10. So somewhat based on my own personal journey with it and what helped me the most. And then also somewhat based on research. So that's like, you know, my little core detox pack 
and there's so many directions yep. you can go from there. And they all have a little bit different mechanism as you go through this. I will also say that before that, I want you to take magnesium, vitamin D, a high quality multivitamin. You know, there's things that are just basic that maybe don't sound as sexy, but you need like your B vitamins for your liver to work correctly. So sometimes people find out about this and that, right? And, and then they're skipping some foundational things. So I do encourage just omega-3s, you know, magnesium in a good quality form as step one. And then some other things in step one, right? To eating whole food, moving your body, having healthy relationships, things that you talk about, Anna. And then it's like, okay, if you've checked that off your list, now you're allowed to move into detoxing. Yeah. So get your body prepared to remove and release, release yes. toxins. And pooping, like you said, you know, make sure you're pooping. You don't want to start circulating when you really can't handle it and remove it. Yeah. So we'll have links below for your book, but tell everyone where the name of your book. Yeah. The book is called the ultimate toxic mold recovery guide. It looks like this. And before it comes out, we're having a mold masterclass as well. That's free online with like, you know, 21 experts in home, non-toxic living protocols, that kind of a thing. So it's just our year of molds here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It's so important with people spending more time in their home and really being true. recognized this year at home, you know, clean and safe. When you go back into the office, do you feel chemically sensitive? Do you feel something shift? Is your work safe? And again, it's the hardest thing. To, sometimes it means uh, a shift in, in work, a shift in home, a shift in, you know, there's things that have to be done. There's so much, we've come a long way in mold remediation now, especially with being able to detect moisture behind the walls and, and being able to, you know, look at building safe materials, waterproof materials, but you got to worry about the off-gassing. So ozone your house before you move into it. Periodically, that's like my thing. We ozone the office in Georgia because we have products continuing to come in and out, right? And, and so in the evenings and on weekends, we run an ozonator while we're not there to kill any mold or germs from other places. Oh, cool. On the cardboard, because cardboard and packing materials are notorious. So we just, we started it at the start of COVID and we just continue doing it. And I think that's, I mean, that's powerful. And then every once in a while, at least once a quarter, I would ozone my house in Georgia on a weekend I'm not there. And I think that's because it's very moist and humid. Mm. And I had mold there once and I'm like a hawk for that mold. <laughs> and a dehumidifier yeah. in the bathroom. I mean, I have a dehumidifier in the air conditioning system. And, and that's so awesome. I'm glad you're doing this masterclass, the summit on mold, because there's so many pieces to this puzzle. Bridget, I could talk to you forever. I know the subject is so huge, but yeah, I, at least we got it started and hopefully got people curious. I always said to like, even if it just teaches you to be a good steward of your home, like Anna's talking about, like that's so important, right? You just learn how to properly protect your home because you're always going to have one. <laughs> so yeah. you should, you know, God willing. So yeah, know how to keep moisture down, know what to look for. Just like you take care of your, your diet and your exercise. Size and you take care of that home environment. 
Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for being here today with me. And BridgetDanner.com is her website, B-R-I-D-G-I-T-D-A-N-N-E-R, BridgetDanner.com. And find her on Instagram too. I love this woman. She is all heart, you guys. She has such a heart for helping. And sometimes you wear yourself out helping, Bridget. So especially we're both in book launch mode together. It's like, okay, when we just need to get together for a spa day. Wouldn't that be nice? I know. You know what? My son may come to Dallas for this robotics tournament. So we might what? get our spa day. I know. Hey, I'll keep oh, you posted. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be awesome. I'll tell Amira too, because she will be so excited. Okay. Well, fingers crossed they make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll get to we'll have a little reunion here. So uh, welcoming the Girlfriend Doctor community it will join us. Hopefully it'll be around book launch and we'll do something actually in person as the cloud lifts on all of us here, hopefully. So I want to thank you all for being here today. Thank you for listening to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. And, you know, it is the platform that we join together in healthy community to help and support each other, to open our minds by awakening, learning everything that we can about, you know, what's possible, being the best detective we can be, and just not being afraid to take the one next right step. I know from this conversation, there's something that you've learned today that you're like, huh, let me look into this. Or maybe I should be taking CoQ10. I remind myself (laughs) that. That's one of my regular supplements. I love it. It makes ATP good for energy, good for heart. Love it. So much good stuff about CoQ10. Just a good reminder there. And then that's with nourishing our body through our food, through our supplements, and nourishing our mind with positive thoughts and energy, Mm -hmm. shining from the inside out, beautiful skin. We want that. It comes from a healthy, healthy digestion, healthy GI tract. And if we have toxic mold, there's going to be blemishes, rosacea, other issues that certainly flare, psoriasis, eczema. Those are really big problems. And then embrace, embrace those you love, embrace each other. And I, again, I thank y'all for being here. And please, please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel at The Girlfriend Doctor and leave a review wherever you're listening to podcast. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you again, Bridget. Oh, wait, before I close, I've got rapid fire questions. Oh, I oh. thought you were going to put on more eyeglasses before. <laughs> <laughs> wait, actually, I got to put on my eyeglasses. Put them on for the rapid fire. For the rapid, so I can read my rapid fire questions. All right. What's your favorite food? I just feel like saying Indian food. <laughs> Love, me some, <laughs> Love me some Indian food. Yeah, Good. Okay. What's your favorite drink or cocktail? I actually decided to go 100% sober this year. And my favorite little like non-alcoholic drink I order is sparkling water with a heavy splash of cranberry juice and a lime. Ooh, that sounds good. Sparkling water with cranberry and lime. That's definitely worth trying. What is your favorite supplement? Girl, you know, I can't. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, well, I'll just give a, I'll give a shout out for our brand new supplement, which is an electrolyte. It's a clean electrolyte and it's designed with, for detox in mind. And so we're super excited about it. It's there in the background in that little white tub. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to send you one too. I got to make sure I have your right address. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Well, that's a nice surprise. What's your favorite exercise or workout? Mm, I actually love to work out and I barely get to talk about it. So I play pickleball. I'm playing tonight. I golf 
And you can't bring your pickleball racket. Shut up. Okay. Yeah. I love movement. And I just, I just go to the gym. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up because I'm excited. I know. I can't believe you play pickleball. Um, Yeah. We'll just give a shout out for pickleball. It is addictive. So good. Okay. And then what do you like to do when you have downtime? Mm, I like to just hang out with my sauna and read and listen to meditations. I get, I get a whole bunch of that. It's really helpful for me. Very good. Okay. Where's your favorite place to travel to? I just went to Cabo. Loved it. Totally loved it. It's only a two and a half hour flight from Dallas. Yeah. I'm coming with you next time. Yeah. Let's do a summer trip. Okay. Last question. What's your favorite sexual position? (laughs) Wow. Um, I think often like from that, from the back is the most like pleasure potential for me. Can't believe you just asked me that. I'm like blushing. I'm writing it down too. I love it. Well, on that note, my dear friend, it's so good to spend time with you. And I look forward to seeing you in person again. Yeah, likewise. And yeah, I'll get your address and we'll be in touch about our spa day. I look forward to it. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for listening. Till next time, everyone. 